What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Court with Dorian. Today, we have a special guest. She's a multi-talented female. She's a model. She's with Bleacher Report, living in New York City. Miss Ari Chambers, how you doing today? Hey, boo, you know, just with the quarantine life. <laughs> and the quarantine in New York City, as we know, is crazy. So adjusting to that is is what? I just miss, you know, Starbucks being walking distance. I miss actually going to work and talking to people face to face. It's just a lot of things that I miss, but you know, there's no end in sight. What can you do? Adjust, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're involved in a lot of different things. You started smaller. <laughs> now now you're a big time model. You're a big time worker. And with Bleacher Report, with Highlight Her, just talk about your journey getting to that point. Okay, so I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, born and raised, went to NC State and everything. And basically what led me to the career I have now is I was a professional cheerleader. So in Madison Square Garden, we have to do the Knicks, Rangers, and Liberty. And so during the summer season, I saw that my friends were in the WNBA. They didn't have any coverage. So I just was like, why not talk to them myself? And then from there, I would put up my cell phone and do video interviews with them. And then posting them on YouTube and Howard Megdal of High Post Hoops found me and was like, do you want, you know, to write some for me and do some on-camera work for me? And I did that and developed a following on Twitter. And from that, Bleacher Report found me and made a job for me, um, starting up the women's platform. And that's how I ended up here today. <laughs> and and the women's platform will highlight her. The mm-hmm. name, of course, is just brilliant. Oh, girl, it did not start out like that. Hold on. We were named We Are Jayla, and I was like, this is not going to work. And so I came up with Highlighter, and we we changed it to that. And ever since then, I was like, this is going to be fire. This is going to be and, fire. And how did you come up with that name, though? I don't know. I think it was just like my common sense. I was like, what can we use to be brand affiliated with Highlight uh, House of Highlights and then be the women's brand? And I was like, well, I don't want women's House of Highlights. I don't want, you know, she highlights. And I was like, Highlighter. Highlight her. Oh my God, it works. And so that's just, you know, you know, when you're a creative, you think of things at the most random times. And that was one of those. And on that page, you have girls from all types of sports, different Mm -hmm. ages, not just professionals. How do you go about deciding what you want to put on there? What kind of content? How many times a day you want to post and, and just keeping the audience engaged? You know how people say, read the room. So I just test out the climate. You know how people say, read the room. So I just test out the climate. Uh, Twitter is a great testing ground for what's popular at the time for women. And um, because of the following that I have on Twitter, I'm able to gauge where the, the what the women are interested in and like the women doing dope things. So if it's like uh, AJ Andrews catching a crazy softball pitch or hit, I'm like, oh, this is a dope highlight. This should go on the page. Or if it's like Simone Biles broke another record and did something else that was like unhuman, I'm like, this needs to be on the page. So whatever I have a gut feeling about is what I post. We don't really have such a strong structure about like how many times a day or what to post. It's just literally about reading the room and knowing your audience and knowing what would appeal to them. So even if I'm on TikTok scrolling and I see something that's like wild, I'm like, oh, this has to go on it. As long as it's women centric, no matter what age, no matter what sport, it's going on the page. 
I like to like not just focus on the bigger names because I think that everybody has a story to tell. And so just to throw that up on the, the platform and give them a little bit more shine, that's like what I'm out to do. Yeah, and I respect that. I respect it. I love Thank the page. Know. I love the page. You're so creative. I'm trying. I'm trying to um, put all y'all on the map. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're trying to do. Exactly, exactly. And so you're, you're a woman in the sports world. So that alone is, is saying a lot for what you do. Um, but then how is it trying to be a woman, trying to push for women in the sports world, knowing that, you know, we're still trying to trying to get up there when it comes to matching with the men? I think that the key is to not try to match with men. I think it's mm-hmm. to do your own thing and bring some something unique to the table and create a lane that hasn't been um, crafted yet. So I don't ever want to be the man in the in the room. I never want to match what his passions are, because honestly, I don't care about much like much of their interest. I just want to be able to have a passion and speak on it my way and stand um, strong in my conviction of what I want to accomplish in the middle of that room. As far as being a woman in sports, you already know how that is. You know, you face it because you play. So like, it's like a matter of just doing what you love to do at the best of your ability and be relentless in that and follow your passion and stand strong in it. So as far as being a woman in the sports workplace, girl, if you just pitch ideas and if they say no, do it on your own. <laughs> when, it, when it pops on your own, they can't say anything about the numbers. And so you just throw it up on theirs. <laughs> that's always been my, that's always been my path. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a comment you made yesterday about how the WNBA needs to expand on their teams and of course we know it's a money thing and that's why they're Mm -hmm. saying that we can't expand and stuff like what are some things that you think can happen for that expansion to finally happen when it when it will for realistic expansion it's going to take a a while um because we need to make sure we're monetarily sound before that can happen so if that's uh better deals with networks which is going to be kind of eerie right now because of the quarantine and like bad dollars is something way above our heads right now but um just better deals with networks more merch and um that being available to fans, League Pass actually functioning properly to actually put the money ticket sales going up. So that means like, hey, get your butts inside the arenas to watch the games, to actually put the money, like fans need to put the money toward the league in order for the league to even consider growth options. And right. it, it's, it's, I think it's in an upward motion right now I think that the the energy around the league is generating and you know women are becoming more outspoken so that's being a thing anyway like everybody's all about the woman now so just keeping that momentum and still trying to support the women's game would be like integral in that Absolutely. I want to bring back the Charlotte thing that's why I miss I miss you know my North Carolina thing <laughs> I know and, and I was in Houston for four years and then we know oh, what know we you, know what yeah. the comments brought to the table. So exactly. I wish that I wish they were still there for sure. I wish there was somewhere to hold their banners. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like something. It's literally yeah. because that was a dynasty that will never be forgotten when it comes to the women's game. Exactly. Exactly. They set the they set the tone for it all. Yeah, and you're connected with all the WNBA teams. You saw the mm-hmm. draft. We all saw the draft. All these moves that have taken place in the off season. What are you really expecting for like this upcoming season if there is an upcoming season? Girl, I love mess. So I just <laughs> I love the fact that it's so been so much uh, movement. I want to see how Simone Augustus adjusts to LA. I want to see all the personalities in Atlanta. They have Kennedy Carter going there. And we all know how she is. Like, I love her. Um, she's just feisty. I love that. 
and then her with Tip, seeing how that would be. And Courtney, now they added Courtney Williams. Yeah. Gonna be, I love it. I love it. So that's, I just want to see the big movements that haven't made in free agency, how that plays out in team chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm thinking about Phoenix is, is the main one I've been thinking about, too. Mm-hmm. Skylar Dickens going to Phoenix after the baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just glad she got away from Dallas because I think that, that was a toxic environment for her. And so just for her to be in Phoenix and have that that new big three, the resurgence of like, a you know, a new chapter for Phoenix, I think that would be really, really dope. And then my, my girl Shatori just went to Phoenix. So I just want to it would be dope to see her get a ring back to back, you know, light work. <laughs> exactly exactly man I just hope that there's a season I just mm-hmm. hope it has to be a season because it's just been so much talk about this upcoming season so it, it has to be a season we all I mean I'm exactly I just feel like everything's been building up to this and we, we want it to happen and everybody's been anticipating especially because the free agency's been so crazy has been anticipating the season starting so it would be a really really big shame if it didn't happen which I yeah. really think it will it just it's just probably gonna be a bit different like probably like maybe no fans or something but like at least we'll be able to consume live sports so right right and with you being on the social media side how does that affect your work or it doesn't really affect you oh it affects it completely I can't just be like lurking around capturing videos on my phone to post so I'm not gonna be able to be there in person which drives me crazy but like as far as my content goes like personally I've been having to do a lot of zoom calls and doing interviews like that and placing it side by side but there's really no substitute for like in person like I'm an in-person kind of girl I like to charm people in person and so it's just been a challenge how to do that through the screen but I think I think I'm pretty pretty decent at it pretty decent at it yeah I, I watched the video the other day with Angel cooking girl let me tell you she was like Ari I think that uh I should do a cooking show I was like well sis I ain't even got you with that because I don't even know how to boil water but uh <laughs> you do your thing and so that's what we did we did and yeah. then Cheyenne Parker came out today with workouts in the um in the living room with her because I haven't even sweat since um, the quarantine began. So that was really fun. <laughs> and the other side of you, modeling. How did mm-hmm. you get into modeling? And and I know modeling in New York City is probably fun, the best that it could be. <laughs> so uh, talk about your modeling. So when I was 18, uh, back in 2009, I had <laughs> I put on my Facebook status that I wanted a photographer for Christmas. This is back before Instagram. We would just tell everything on Facebook. And so um, my friend was like, talk to my boyfriend, Kevin. He's a booker. And so this is back in North Carolina. So I talked to Kevin and I ended up getting signed from that instead of getting a photographer. So I got a whole bunch of shoots instead of this one. And then they placed me in New York and then I had to move up here. So I had to end up going back and forth from college to New York to model. And then after I graduated, I moved up here full time. And your mother agency, which is with a smaller agency, they can place you in a bigger market. New York's the number one market in the States, obviously. So they placed me in New York and then I've been, you know, walking runways since. But then age caught up to me. I gained about 30 pounds. So I stopped being a fashion model and I ended up doing commercial, which is a lot more fun because you make more money with commercial. Like a lot of people don't realize like the runways and, you know, the, the covers on magazines and the, the spreads in magazines don't necessarily pay. It's for development mainly. And so um, once I started doing commercial modeling and like having a consistent client, like Foot Locker is one of my consistent clients. So like I love them and they keep, you know, booking me. So I've been living my little best life, being able to just run and jump on shoots and instead <laughs> of having to be so serious and fierce all the time. Yeah, yeah. And you just got your entrepreneurship from Harvard. Yeah. What made yeah. you do that? 
I was bored and I was like, I, I, I was one of those ones that loved school. So I wanted to do something that was relevant to my life because, you know, as a brand, I, we all could benefit from entrepreneurship classes, right? So you need to know how to build yourself up as a brand. And so I was like, why not do it with an Ivy League <laughs> school? Right. So I, um, I applied and, you know, went through that and got my certification for entrepreneurship essentials. And so I know things now, tools that will be transferable to what I'm doing with my life right now. And talking about branding for women that are listening to this, student athletes, younger athletes, high school athletes, and then people that are leaving college, uh, what can you talk about branding and and how to brand yourself as a woman? Mm -hmm. Especially the younger generation, the ones who are still in school, whether that be middle school, high school, college, you have all the tools and resources that you need at your fingertips. You have classmates that might be better at filming than you. So use them. It's always about, you know, looking to your left and your right, horizontal networking instead of just not necessarily looking up to people who already have made it Um, work together and achieve what you want before you leave your school, whether that's high school or college. Like you have a phone, you have social media, you could be whatever you want on social media. Like we didn't have Instagram when I was in school. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have these things that can grow our following like you guys have now. So utilize that. And if you're an athlete already, if you want to go into broadcast, that's light work because you can just start talking to your teammates. Get get comfortable talking to your teammates. Um, you can talk to your athletic department about getting you on the broadcast for a different sport. My um, friend Isis, she played at Syracuse and she did their their journalism school simultaneously. So she would call the soccer games. Mm-hmm. And then she'd like run to like play basketball. It's like, it's, it's stuff like that that you can utilize your university for while you're there so you don't have to necessarily struggle like I did coming out of college <laughs> you know? like I didn't I was just a cheerleader in the model I didn't know that I wanted to do this whole social or broadcasting I, I I didn't utilize my university like I should have when I was there and I wish I did but like now I'm playing catch up but y'all have y'all can do that where y'all right. are right now I, and I could speak for myself for that because I'm a broadcast journalism major mm-hmm. and for our school for our conference the American Athletic Conference they have something mm-hmm. called Campus Connect which is where you find this big story about a student athlete you have to shoot it you have to cut the clips edit the clips add the music and then like mm-hmm. tell a story about what you're filming and so when I signed up for that it kind of gave me that behind the cameras type of look which of course mm-hmm. I took a lot of classes to do it but once I actually started editing and stuff I was like I like the editing part but I don't necessarily like having to film people and mm-hmm. stuff like that when it's that serious so I, was like, I need to be on the camera I need to be talking to people because I have a, a good voice and I kind of like know that area better but mm-hmm. going through the classes and going through the process it was definitely uh, good for me well the fact that you know how to do all that stuff is going to be like like people don't realize the value of knowing how to write shoot edit you know Mm -hmm. everything is necessary you need to be a one woman package so you're more presentable to a bigger company or to like a network or you know especially the ones who want to do news like like hard news Mm -hmm. like the stations are looking for reporters that can do all of that so you're going to need to you're going to need to do that all that like with highlight her and, and bleacher you know i I do everything I produce. I can edit. I can shoot it. Like you have to be well-rounded or else, you know, they can find somebody who is. So that's really important that you're doing all that right now. 
Right, and, and you're so versatile, so that's why they give you so much leeway, right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and you have to build that trust. You have to show that you're a hard worker. You have to show that you can do everything and that you, you want to cause them as little stress and extra ass as possible. So if, if they can trust you doing all these things, they're going to give you more of a wide runway to go and just do whatever you want to do. They can right. trust your voice. They can trust your work ethic. They can trust your uh, quality of work. So, yeah. That's really, that's a really good point. <laughs> and uh, finishing it out, what is one thing you want to tell women? Um, be unapologetic. It sounds cliche, but you never have to apologize for your voice, how loud it is, um, the way you present yourself. Like these curls don't be on your screen. And then sometimes I want to switch it up. I might have a nice little press. Don't, don't be sorry for that. Don't be sorry for pushing back whenever you feel like something is wrong. Speaking up, I would say look to Jamel Hill about how she does things. Yes, it, it makes things a lot harder, um, but people can expect you to be present and they, they won't, um, it won't be left field if you just start out like that. So that's who I model myself after. I, I like love how unapologetic she is about everything. And so I want to be that type of human where I'm just like, this is me. This is how I'm going to be. You love it or hate it. I'm still going to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you create that expectation um, going into it. So it's not alarming when you, you know, want to do your own thing. When you right. Get there. Right. And say your, your Instagram page at handle. So everybody can follow you and then mm-hmm. uh, highlight her in case people don't know how to put that together <laughs> so that they can follow that page and get all the goods on the women's side. Yeah, I like everything universal. So my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything on social TikTok, anything on social media is Ari Ivory, A-R-I-I-V-O-R-Y. And then for my bleacher page, it's highlight her. So like highlight her. <laughs> Don't forget the H between the T and the E. Like highlight her. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Off the Court with Dorian. Today's episode featured Miss Ari Chambers from Bleacher Report and Highlight Her. Episode four was a beast, wasn't it, y'all? I know it was. Next episode will be dropping this Friday, a special day this week, this Friday, featuring UH Senator Mr. Kenneth Davis. He has a lot of gems to drop, y'all. He's just getting to the office, SGA, on campus at the University of Houston. He's dropping some gems for Black UH, for Black people in general, talking about his journey. This will be one to listen to, y'all. So I look forward to seeing y'all on Friday. Thank you all. One more thing to remember, what God has for you is for you, and no man can take that away from you. Bye.